could play one sport and you feel like you could get an abundance of NIL money, what would that sport be? Or that would it be? From my history and my repertoire as an athlete, I was a dancer. I was a pretty good ballerina. I feel like I could get paid for that if I would have kept up the technique and the talent because I did it for, I mean, I was three or four years old when I started and I did it all the way through the start of college and then still did like some small like side things. I feel like it could have been a long-term gig if I really tried. <laughs> so you're no, you... I did audition. So I did audition for some dance programs and some theater programs and got scholarships into other colleges, but they were smaller or like I got into Memphis's program um, mm-hmm. and got a scholarship there. I just ended up deciding that's like not what I wanted to make a career out of or where I wanted to go. And so I scrapped all that and I didn't take a program and a scholarship and I went to Ole Miss. Why don't you just uh, why don't you just admit that you just weren't good enough? Yeah, maybe I wasn't good enough. You're right. I turned down the scholarships. But that, 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 I that would make be your it. sport. Um, based off of my previous sport history, if I could play absolutely anything there in we the go. Yeah, world, no, fuck the previous sport history. Just pick a sport that you. I, I mean, I want to be a football player. Like, I want to be a cool f- girl football player and just be a fucking badass. I think if you were a football player and you were actually be a good, kicker. like, yeah, if you actually got some playing time, and I think NIL deals would. I mean, they pop off out of nowhere. How many girl like, kickers like, do you have that make it? Not very many. Yeah. And the few that do are all over the media. They're all the rage. They get ESPN like, cover we're stories. Nike commercials. Yeah. Could be the Simone Biles of college football kicking programs. Yes. <laughs> Is she a goat? I guess in gymnastics, yeah, she's a goat. Yeah. She holds like every record and multiple gold medals and world championships. So I would say she's a goat as in gymnast. Now the day I I watch a game and you get absolutely wrecked, I'm a laugh. I <laughs> just boom, kickers down. In my in my realistic. Um, yeah, being a realist, I would get wrecked in my fantasies. And if I just could do anything and were super good at it, I'd be a freaking baller. Okay, okay. I All right, like what's yours? Ball. What's yours? Um, I would, I would, um, I feel like I'd do golf. I, I do, could see I, you being a good I'd golfer. I'd do golf because, like, if I was good at golf, right, but with my personality and like the way like I carry myself, I feel like I'd create so much disruption in that sport. Just because like I'll probably like you know golf is like pretty like low key mellow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you get a good like shot, like it's like a fist pump or like hands in the air. You yeah, would be. What, what, I'd 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 hit a nice putt and like shimmy at my competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd shimmy and I'd flip off somebody. Or I was like, going to say, you would be... i start dancing, like, crip walking in the, in the tee box, like, watch, watch this, watch this. You'd be hella entertaining. You would bring... Because you're right, there's not a lot of pizzazz to golf. I'd bring some pizzazz. John Daly is about the biggest pizzazz yeah. of golf that they yeah. have, and that's why 
as much as I like cringe at John Daly, you gotta love John Daly because mm-hmm. he's just got that persona. He's built like a brand and an image around who he is as a golfer, the way he interacts on I'm the courses. They won't see me like John Daly. They're they're gonna hate me. You're gonna be the opposite the fans energy vibe of John Daly, but not the white redneck <laughs> who's smoking cigs and calling the hogs. Yeah. You're not gonna be doing that. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have the same Black energy level. Exactly. Black man from Memphis out here crib walking in T-blocks. Man, it's over. Spice it up. Spice it up. <laughs> Golf needs a little bit more spice. I mean, it could happen. I could, And I could also see you being being good at golf. Yeah. yeah. With uh, the right technique and the right, right practice. Technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if, if, any, if anybody were to, if anyone wanted to see me play golf, they know, like, I have a lot of work to do. Yeah, me too. That's okay. That's this is why this is a fantasy, and this if you could, you know, if you could do anything, yeah. which is why I'm going to be the first badass female NFL kicker that like, gets paid. I think paid that's going to be Nike. Cash. I think mine. I I see myself with like a music brand. Like I think it's going to be Spotify that's going to be endorsing me. Spotify. Why Spotify and golf? I feel like that's really specific. Um, because I feel like I'll have a theme song. Like, everyone's going to know Trini's theme song. You're going to bring walkout songs to the game of golf. A very quiet game, and you're like, blast it, I'm teeing off. I won't do that. Maybe, like, I'll, I'll probably, like, bring out a speaker, like, any every time I, every time I win. Maybe that will that'll set the stage of, like, Trini's theme, play my theme song, and then... When you're a champion, like, yeah, on the 18th. Champion. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gonna, can see that. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what will set it up. You know, like, the Masters, they play that, like, soft little... Yeah, yeah. And you're like walking to get your coat. You're gonna have like the speaker over your shoulder. Yeah, maybe walking some, to get your coat. Maybe there's some shots of me like in the uh, on the driving range with AirPods in my ear, and I'm like jamming out to something and hyping up for. Yeah, so kind of like in football, they'll show like the pre warm up, and everybody's in their vibe. They got their headphones on. They're yeah. like they're doing it. Beats, you're gonna beats love those. Coats. Right, I was gonna say Beats immediately will sponsor you. Mm-hmm. Immediately, they're gonna give you a pill. One of those pill. Uh, Speakers to hold up when you're walking around. You're gonna have the headphones to prep with. I see it. That's that's definitely yeah. a deal. Everyone will hate me. I'm gonna disrupt the sport. Like we're gonna have we're gonna have kids going to golf courses. Not like kids, kids, but like like the new generation of golfers are just gonna be showing up with music blasting in their golf carts. Yeah, no chill. And old old men are gonna be upset. They're gonna lose it. <laughs> They're gonna lose it. Which is fine. Maybe there's some golf revolution. As you say, there's some revolutionary action that maybe needs to happen in the game to hype it up. I don't know. I mean, golf is, it's a sophisticated sport. It's known as like the business sport. But there's a reason, to your point, people gravitate towards the outliers like John Daly. Even though he's absolutely batshit, people, whether you like him or not, you're like, he brings something different to the game. He's entertaining. And that's why people will tune in, even if they don't like, they'll still watch to see what he does. How does he interact at this tournament? How's he play? Hell, he pack, he smokes two packs a day. How do you walk 18 holes? I want to tune in just to see that. You bring that new level of entertainment to the game. I like it. Golf. Golf. Golf doesn't get it. I, golf doesn't get a lot of love. Everybody chimes in at the Masters. Everybody's like, oh, I love golf. And then you don't hear anything else about it. I watch golf year-round. Like, that's like my Sunday thing, and then I'll take a nap. Like, <laughs> like a super, I'm a super dad when it comes to yeah. Sunday sports. Like, so you watch all the Opens, U.S. Open, British Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know. okay. Now, don't ask me to, like, start listing the tournaments, because, like, I only, I, like, I see there's a tournament, and I turn it on. I can't it's like a sun- Yeah, it's a Sunday afternoon, ESPN stroll. Oh, 
you know, football season's over. We don't have Sunday football. I'm going to pop on the the tournament and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. I do that every now and then. Can't say I do it all the time. No. I do enjoy the game. We should go play. Also, for anybody that's in Nashville, yeah. I'm I'm a junior golf camper two years in a row. What does that mean? Uh, my dad made me go to junior golf when I was in middle school oh, wow. and learn how to play the game. <laughs> I thought you were saying like today, like you've gotten, you've gotten like this past summer, like you were a junior golf camper. I'm like, I'm a junior golf camp counselor. You didn't know that. Um, no, when I was growing up, my dad made me and my sister both do two years of junior golf camp in the summer at like our local course. He wanted his daughters to know how to play the game. At the time, I enjoyed it. Like I didn't dislike it. I wasn't one of those kids that fought back on it. I'm like, yeah, this could be fun. I knew a couple other people, like, from my school that were doing the camp. Um, You know, you got some breakfast. You had to wake up early, which, like, sucked on summer. But then after, you got to go to the pool, cool down, eat popsicles. It was a good time. Good for your dad. I know some parents that are just, like, that that have literally told their daughters, like, no, that's a, you can't come. It's a man's environment. So my dad had three girls, didn't have any sons. Has always been a big proponent of, which is why I love sports the way that I do. Because he always talked about sports. We always watched sports together. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a a gender specific sport in our family. It was just like we all love sports. My mom, my sisters, everybody grew up watching. So that's how we learned the game. My dad was a ref, which helped. But then across other sports, he was like, I want my girls to know how to play the game of golf. Again, it's good for business. It's just good to know as like a lifelong um game understand the rules whether you keep up with playing it's something you can do the rest of your life and so I learned and I'm very grateful he made us go and have clubs and David and I both went a couple times and we were like we should start going more often it is fun we're not very good I'm better than David I beat him and his dad the last time we went and played I beat my dad and him the last time we went and played with my family so I'm not bad but if I practice I could be a lot better um so we should definitely go play. Boxing is expensive. It is expensive. We got to go to the cheap courses, and then once we get good, we'll have to do like one Saturday at Hermitage where the sheep are running around. Yeah, I've done the I've done that course. That course is it's hard. It's it's but gorgeous. It's um, it's very hard. It's like the president's like they it's mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the president's course. Yeah, the president's okay. course is like uh, PGA yeah, like certified. It's on the left side. Yeah. So it's very hard, but it's so fun, and those things just run around. Yeah, yeah. And then on the other spectrum, you have McCabe, McCabe Coors. I've been to McCabe. I I call it McCabe International, (laughs) but uh, very uh, municipal course owned by the city. I've been to McCabe. There's like some dry patches that just are never going to be filled on the green. McCabe's amazing. You know, that's where you go and you you get good and then you go play at Hermitage. So we got to go play at McCabe. I'd be down. Okay. But with that. Awesome. Sports. Hey, we've been talking about sports this whole time. Sorry, you just talking about sports in the sports world. Sports in sports um, world. I'm just glad that. So, what's today? Today's January 10th. New Year, same us. January 9th, 2023. You invited me to come hang out and watch the game and the national championship game between Georgia and TCU. Yeah. I'm glad that I did not come. We would have been bored. It would have been a boring. It would have been a waste of my time. <laughs> it was. It would have been an absolute waste. Oh, hanging out with me is a waste out. of time. Meanwhile, <laughs> Trini's here the very next night. Let it be known. Yes, because there's not anything that's gonna ruin my mood. That's uh, that's that's going on out here. Like just, 
so I, I, I did have a um, another commitment to go to, and I um, I come out of that. I check the score. It's halftime. I'm like thirty eight. I think it was thirty eight to seven. Mm-hmm. It was. But, okay, I, I can I can I can tell you right now, one hundred percent of the way. I didn't watch a single second of that game live. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it at all. Because once, by the time I got to the game, it was thirty to seven. I'm like, I'm not watching this game. I went to, I went home, had a quick snack, went to bed. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So, I don't know who you're pulling for. Georgia, what? TCU. Who are you, my mom? I would assume my TCU. Mom, my mom texts me after the game. She's like, Oh yeah, go SEC. I was like, No, 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 no. We're, we're not that kind of fan. I figured you were pulling for TCU as most people were. I was pulling for TCU. The underdog wanted to see, you know, hey, I don't want Georgia to win. That just hurts our SEC programs. That gives them all the leverage for our recruits to continue to take people from our transfer portal. I was like, you know, let them go somewhere else and we compete against ourselves enough in the SEC. So I was pulling for TCU as well. Yeah, that crumbled the, quickly. It's bad for the sport, bad for the bad for television. Watching these same teams win it. Well, and, you know, I feel like this has almost become a pattern. At least, like, the last two, three years in national championships, most of the games haven't even been close. Like, we have not had, I feel like, a competing, compelling, close game in a couple of years. They'll stay close in the very beginning, and then one of the teams just becomes that superior and just blows it out. And I feel like it's becoming a trend in some of these high-stakes games or big championship games. And it's not even, you know, it's just not, what is there to watch on it? Oh, there's already um, articles on biggest blowouts in college football playoff history. Let's get that pulled up. Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely got to see that. Uh-huh. We'll give credit to the, the writer here. but Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm on Sports Illustrated. And... Number one, this year's championship, sixty-five to seven. I was gonna say they pulled, they pulled. Um, I can't. Why am I blanking on his name? Um, Benson. I can't. I think of his name. Anyways, George's quarterback. Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett. I'm like, I'm like Benson. <laughs> I'm like, like a, why? Like can, he looks like a Benson. Like a Benson. I'm like, Benson. why can't I think of his name? I knew it was. I'm like, I was merging his name, Stetson and Bennett to Benson. Benson. Um, that's where that came from. I'm like, Stetson Bennett. Um, I mean, they kept him in until it was. I know Benson. He looks like a fucking Benson. It makes sense in my head. The association, you, Benson. It's like a dog's name, honestly. Um. They waited until it was 52-7 before they even pulled him. That's crazy. I'm like, you're up by 40-plus points. Like, give it a break. I mean, they've all... looks like they've all been within, like, the last 10 years. um, It's true. It's been since, really, the college football playoff has been implemented. So, 2015 was the Oregon... Oregon 59, Florida State 20. Um, 2015... Alabama versus Michigan State, thirty-eight to zero. Yeah, these are college football. College football. Oh, this is college football playoff history. I was just AI. I, 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 like, I was like, Michigan State ain't been in there. I mean, but still, you think of the college football playoff. These are supposed to be the best of the best, competing at the highest stage, high stakes game. Two people that really should be 
at an even playing field, right? And one team just comes in and dominates, and it's a trend. And I think that's it ultimately alludes back to why the playoff bracket needs to be extended so mm-hmm. more teams that are truly competing and can compete have a shot just so versus see. just the top four that some men agree to that they think is the best when really half of the time there's always controversy at least about two of the four mm-hmm. and okay. then they end up getting blown out like that's just that literally backs the whole reasoning on extending the playoff which thank god they're gonna do we're gonna but have it's become three boring to four and, sec teams in the semifinal well if you think they did they gave a mock-up exactly they gave a mock-up of um this year just an example i saw all over twitter uh i think it was um ESPN college game day of Mm -hmm. if we implemented the 12 team playoff bracket right now, what would that look like? And you had at the time Ole Miss number 12, we would have been the last one in because we were, that was before we got knocked out. But when they gave the snapshot, because I remember being like, holy shit. I mean, we had Ole Miss in it. We had Tennessee in it. You had um, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, I mean, at least five SEC teams right there. I feel like Arkansas slips in there somewhere. Arkansas like they wouldn't. Arkansas didn't. I feel like they lost too many games. They did. Um, State or South Carolina might have been the other one because they came in and ended up kind of both ending their seasons on a high. But it was, we nah. for sure had those five. Because I remember as an Ole Miss fan being like, oh, we would have made it in that last seed if that happened right at you know this day and time um, and what that looked like. But, yeah, it was those five because you guys were ahead of us, Georgia, Alabama, um, and then LSU. You guys were the four SEC teams ranked before us when we were the fifth in the SEC. And then you, of course, had your, you know, your Michigan, your Ohio State, your TCU. At the time, USC was still in the mix. Kansas, like, basically those big New Year's Six Bowls that made it. Um, we're in that, and then a couple of the SEC teams who had finished out. Um, so but this was it, like this was, I think, the second or third week in November. It was like, hey, if we're evaluating at this point in time, what that is going to look like? These are the twelve teams that are in. Here's the top twelve right now, based off uh, which we got knocked uh, out of. Well, this is not this, this. This is old. Where's the old, where's the new rankings? Yeah, like if you look at where everyone finished on the year, who would have been in? But to that point, still, you have it's it becomes more like the March Madness thing where like the best of the best can truly go all the way. The same with college baseball, right? Like you might not be the winner of your um you know, your division or your conference, but you can still go and play yeah. and make your way to be a champion. And that's the whole point. Because if we're only looking at a four team playoff of all right, well, these were the four people that won their divisions. Like, again, anybody in their conference or their division can beat anybody up any day of the week. That's what makes a larger playoff bracket so much more attractive. Yeah, as long attractive. as we get some, get some variability in here. So um, so the top 12 that we would have had. Um, this is like where we year. ended on the year. Yeah, where we ended on the year. We have one, we have, I think I counted four SEC teams. Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. No, LSU. Only, only. LSU's definitely in the top 12. They finished third in the S, or third or fourth in the SEC. Yeah, behind those three. They had two losses. 
before they the bowl. Ju- I don't know if they won their bowl game, which I think they did. No, it looks like they though they destroyed Purdue. Yeah. So they definitely no, they would have been in. They destroyed the SEC championship and looks like they're number 17. There's no way. They dropped number 17. They had two losses. Yeah, they dropped... I'm shocked. Yeah, they by dropped that. to number seventeen. <laughs> See, even after destroying Purdue, they ranked them at seventeen. Yeah, yeah. With two losses I, on the whole season. They also lost another game. I feel like. No, because they're big. Like the big games that people thought they were going to lose were. Um, oh yeah. Were Alabama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were they were top ranked. Yeah. For a little bit, and then they lost to Texas A and M. Oh, then right they, there. Then they, they lost. Then they lost to Georgia really bad. So that's what dropped them all the way down to seventeen. Mm. So only four, only three SEC teams: Georgia, Tennessee, Bama. Um, Big Ten. We got uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Penn State makes it in over. Yeah, uh, number eleven. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Big. 12, TCU, Kansas State. Yeah, they were Rose Bowl. Just those two. Um, let's see, Pac-12, USC, Washington, Utah. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. And then sense. the lone ACC, Clemson. Hmm. Pretty even. I thought the SEC would dominate, but nope. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, I, and that's post-bowl game. So if no, you take this is, this is pre bowl game. This is pre bowl game. Like this, what week like is the this? College football, the college football college the college football playoff rankings come right before bowl season. I know, but I'm saying, what is this top twenty update? Is this like end of year after the bowls, or because you're saying LSU is ranked 17 after the bowl? This is what of, were they before the bowl? This is end of year before the bowls. The okay. rankings I just gave. So the college football playoff rankings would have been that. That makes sense. That. Okay, I was confused. Um, I thought you were saying this was. LSU post-bowl The game. only thing that updates after bowl games is the AP poll. Um, and that has LSU at 16. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, definitely not what I thought. I just know. I, I definitely knew what I had where, like, L, where Ole Miss I made the top 12. It. I forgot they lost to Texas A&M. Um, I did, too. That's I why I was like, that. I'm shocked that they're not in it. But I did forget about that. I knew... That what I was talking about with Ole Miss in the 12 wasn't actually accurate. I just remember it was like a snapshot. I think maybe week one of November, like, hey, there's three weeks left. This is like what it would be shaping up to look like as, you know, as you start to map that out if we were in a 12 game. Obviously, we didn't end. We had a terrible end to our season. Absolute trash. I'm embarrassed. Um, So I knew we wouldn't be in there. But I was shocked about LSU. Yeah, yeah. Well, God, um, you get beat by Jimbo. What do you think's gonna happen there? I know we have a bet he won't be there by twenty twenty five. I still stand by he's trash. He'll bounce back next year. He got he got some new coordinators in there. At this point, the only hi, reason hi, he may be there hi, is because they won't be hi, a fr- one of your favorite coaches of, of all time for offensive coordinator. Who? You can't you can't guess. No. Of my one of my favorite coaches of all time. No way. Yeah, definitely definitely um, sarcastic. Like I'm like, co- yeah, no, no, no. Coaches Arkansas. Oh, what's his um? A neck brace. <laughs> I, I did just see that he hired Petrino. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, who the hell are I, you talking about? Yeah, My I, favorite I coach yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're a great Razorback fan. Um. Oh yeah, I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Good hire. Um. Well, didn't uh, 
gosh, they Missouri State almost beat uh, Georgia. That's why I think he got hired. Missouri State or some wherever Petrino was gave him like a run, gave a big team a run for their money under I Petrino. I do remember that. Um, it was. Um... And I think that's probably why he was like, damn, we got to have that guy. He knows what he's doing on the offensive I'm pretty, play calls. I'm pretty sure it was Arkansas because that was like a big story about was it. Was it Arkansas? Yeah, they yeah, played maybe Arkansas so. and it was like a close game. Yeah, yeah. So they only lost 27 to 38, but it was close like until like the I think they had them. They were leading for most of the game too. Like, and then it yeah, switched. They were game. up. They were up 7 to 0 after the first quarter, uh, 17 to 14 at halftime. Um, 24 to 17 at the end of the third quarter and then in the fourth quarter Arkansas scored 21 points and yeah. they only scored three <laughs> womp, womp. Womp, womp. <laughs> gosh just even recapping like right now we're talking about all these games and like where people were it's hard to think but like the beginning of the season was five almost six months ago how much football we've watched since then you know to remember those like specific games or moments when you're constantly consuming six seven different college football games a weekend on top of nfl games a weekend like it's a lot i'm proud of us even though we weren't completely accurate we're having to fact check ourselves like we were on track and i'm like it's a lot to retain five months ago at the start of season or even NFL preseason starts back in August, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. What was your most uh, memorable game this season? year? Yeah. Uh, game that I attended in person, most memorable one would be Ole Miss versus Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, yeah. I guess yep. At the time, two top 10 ranked teams. It was a big deal. SEC Nation was there. It yeah. was we'll back and forth. Sucks. Um, just that was a really fun game to be at. Will Levis sucks. I Booty was, hole. Yeah, he's Booty hole. He ain't it. Um I would say a sentimental game that I attended or just one that like is gonna be meaningful that I'll always remember was I went to the Egg Bowl, which ended up being Mike Leach's last game to ever coach, and I got to watch it in person and watch him win his last one and he's just a legend. Yeah. Old Miss so, Old Miss the Ole Miss Rebels would have gone down as assholes forever. <laughs> we had to let Mike win, you know? Yeah, had to, had to. God played that one up so Mike like, could go out on top. how dare Ole Miss take that away? Um, so that was, you know, in the moment while I was, like, pissed. Now looking back and you realize, like, what happened. Being there in person and getting to watch that. Yeah. You just can't take that away. And the coach that he is and always will be and how he'll go down in history. And I know so many people are like arguing and fighting for him to be in the Hall of Fame, which he was like one win again, went away from their, you know, stipulations. Like, okay, let's wave that fucking shit. I mean, come on. Um, but that was a very memorable one, too. What was yours? I bet I can name it, but... I bet you can. I, as much as we all want to say Alabama, because that was a big one, I feel I like... even there. I feel like Florida meant a lot to you to Florida be Florida. Did, Florida did mean a that lot would to be me. my guess. <laughs> I did. I, I enjoyed that a lot more. Just knowing you as your friend and like the Alabama thing is one thing and you got to like everybody was celebrating, but to mm-hmm. be there, you were so in tune about this Florida rivalry that that's what I think. Oh, yeah. It was definitely that game because like my favorite part of that is like you, you probably know the Florida fans there like thing is that they do the Jaws theme and everyone mm-hmm. goes like bum, 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 and clap their hands like a gator mouth whatever and uh, they're down in the fourth quarter 
their team's driving, whatever. They're trying mm-hmm. to get some momentum, so they start playing a song. Burn-em, burn-em. The whole stadium, all Tennessee fans, were all jumping with the band and, and just basically mocking them. Like, have you, have you, have you seen this? Huh? Have you seen this? Hold on. No, I'll, pull up the video. I'll, I'll show you because I, I think. Well, I bet it was insanely loud. I mean, I've been in Neyland with you. Mm-hmm. They probably jinxed their own selves. You have to think that they like. That didn't do anything but backfire on their ass, you know? Oh, you're talking about with Tennessee fans? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not with Tennessee fans. I mean, Florida, playing that and oh, then yeah. jinxing your own self. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. that's something that I feel like you do on defense, not your own offense. Oh, I got it. I got it. Look at it. Look at it. Let's see. Oh, my God. freaking gator chomping and just like enjoying I mean that listening on a poorly iPhone camera from a field is loud I can't imagine being a player there I was loud and echoing off like the stadium steps (laughs) they jinxed themselves there's nothing more to say that was that was incredible I laughed so hard yeah alright so was I right Florida yes yes. alright Florida but was that nice Oh well, finished the season of ten and two, uh, eleven and two, I guess. Um, Our predictions, both of us predicted Tennessee to have a good season. Neither one of us predicted eleven and two. So kudos. Really? Yeah, I could pull it up. Yeah, let's do that before before we. I know neither one of us had eleven and two, but think, I'll pull it up. I think I had nine and three. I think I I maybe had eight and four for you guys. Here we go. Trini had nine and three. Savannah had eight and four. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Tennessee's right here. I just want to see. I just want to see who I picked. You had your losses to, to LSU, LSU, Bama, Bama and Georgia. Georgia. Yep. I had y'all losing to LSU, Bama, Georgia, and Florida, which surprised me on LSU. all except for. And Bama. One. Yeah. I mean, Georgia. Georgia. Georgia was the only one we lost. I know. That's what I'm saying. Everything, y'all came back and surprised me on my predictions, all except for one, which yeah. was Georgia. Incredible season. Um, Ole Miss. A realistic finish. Where, I set my expectations too high. Where'd y'all finish? Uh, we finished eight and five. Yee. Which... You, Trini, had us, I don't know, I just pulled it up, overall 8-5. and five. You had us at 7-5. and five. I had us How did I do that? I don't know. Let's, oh, no, no, 8-5. and five. Are you including the bowl game? Did y'all win your bowl game? No, we lost our bowl game. What? Oh, y'all must have finished the season 8-4. and four. It says 8-5 and five right here. I don't know. I have it pulled up on Google. Overall 8-5. and five. That, I don't That's know. probably including the bowl game because there's only 12 games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, include, it's including your loss in the bowl game. Yeah, so you had us at seven and five. And okay. And I had us at nine and three. That's including the bowl game, so we finished eight and five. But really, eight and four nine if you don't count the bowl. Inclu- I don't know if we did. We include. We didn't include no, we did bowl games include in our predictions. Games. No, we did not. All right, I don't know where we got off, but we finished okay. eight and five. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what were my losses that I said? Um, your losses were Kentucky. You had us losing to Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> you had us losing. Hey, that was the, hey, y'all almost did losing, for three quarters. You had us losing to Texas A and M. 
Alabama, and Arkansas. Okay, I got we Alabama lost, and Arkansas. We, we won. We went 7-0, and and then we lost our first game to LSU. Yep, yep. And then y'all lost Bama, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, hey, y'all almost lost to Vanderbilt, too. Like, I was I was watching that game. That was three quarters of Vanderbilt on top. I was like, oh, look at them. I know. Uh, sticky one, but we came out on top. That's what matters. So, we finished 8-5. and five. We did lose the bowl, so it's not the ending. We went 7-0. and a very optimistic start. Beat at the time a top ten Kentucky team. Beat Auburn in the midst of all the Harson firing, which was like flat out chaos. Now they have Hugh Freeze, our old coach. That'll be an insane matchup next year. Um, but then we just like flopped at the end of the season. We lost the last five games. We lost our last four um, outside of A and M. We lost to. LSU came back and won against A&M, and then we lost the last three. And then ended up losing the last four if you count the bowl. So not a strong ending where we wanted. I think a lot going on with coaching changes. We're moving people around. We're really focusing, honing in on transfer portal recruits. There was all the drama of, is Lane Kiffin staying? Is he going? Is he taking Auburn? Is he hanging out? Obviously, he stays. Then our old head coach, Hugh Freeze, goes to Auburn. So just a lot of drama there, which I think distracted from the last two games. I mean, not think. I know it distracted from the last two games. We were all over the place. So not a strong ending. We had a decent... Why are you all these excuses? I mean, I don't even... It's not even Maybe an excuse. Maybe not good. It, well, it's not even an excuse. That was just reality. Y'all just aren't good. Yeah. I mean, that was, I agree. Team's booty. We didn't end the way we needed to end. Restart. And there was a lot going on, and that was our reality, and we went in there and shit the bed. That's pretty much the only way to say it. And then, now we gotta come back and recruit off of that. So, we'll see how we do on uh, the first Tuesday of February on official National Signing Day. Pre-signing, or like early signing day. I don't know how y'all did. We did all right. I th- I, honestly, I was surprised by. It. I, don't, I don't keep up with, with recruiting much, but I just um, I keep I, up I on I remember, Twitter. I think I'm, like I, it, it's, it's crazy. It. Like you keep up on Twitter and you see like committed, committed, yeah, committed, committed, four committed, star, committed, committed, two right. star. Committed. Oh my god, we're on fire now! Look at the rankings are like number eleven. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> there are people that committed that that had recruiting better than us. I yeah, because like, we, we have algorithms, right? So yeah, that's me. I'm like I the same. It knows what we like, so it shows us our schools, our teams that we keep up with. I'm so like, that's about the extent star, of committed, it. Committed, I'm like, how many four stars did we sign? Awesome. How many five stars? Cool. Three, two, whatever. And then you look the same thing. You look at the rankings and you're like, oh, we're still behind. But that's all on football talk. We can, I mean, next pod, we got basketball to talk about. Lots of things going on there. My team, Ole Miss, once again, is just absolute trash. I think we'll be firing. (laughs) Pre-prediction is Kermit Davis won't be here another season. Uh, And then we got baseball that starts up. Like the third week of February, which yeah. is a month away. So we'll have a lot of good stuff and spring sports to discuss. Yeah, we're going to try to do this uh, bi-weekly every two weeks and um, talk about a lot of great things. Yeah, and for those of you that have bared with us this far, thank you. 
We know we were a little off on our schedules this fall. Podcasting is hard. It's Pod- a big commitment. Podcasting you have to is really hard. just like set aside time and you got to stick to it every single day and every single time and you have to make it happen. And then as soon as you skip one, then you skip two, then you skip three, then you skip four. And all of a sudden, it's six months later, it's like, hey, I should probably get on that podcast sometime soon and get back, get that back on track. Exactly. And like, we had a lot of life stuff happen this fall. There's just a lot going on. We, we're back on track. We're starting the new year off. Y'all were with us through season one and like a few episodes of what was season, season two. two. We need to come up with a name of what we're going to... Re- season two is like the flop season. We get it. It's hard. That's why sequels to movies are never as better as the original. So now we're going to come in strong and reestablish ourselves in the new year. Uh, and we appreciate you guys following along. Good stuff, good stuff. Let's clink. Clink it. Clink it. (laughs) (laughs) That worked out well.